No matter what job you have in life, your success will be determined 5% by your academic credentials, 15% by your professional experiences, and 80% by your communication skills. Hi there, my name is Lily Edinamboche and welcome to season 2 of Pointers and 10, your insights on tech, becoming a better leader, developing your personal brand or nailing your next interview. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where in the world you're listening to us. Today, I'll be speaking to somebody who is my coach. And in a few seconds, you get to know who I'm speaking about. His name is Wendell Lai, and Wendell is the co-founder of the German Institute of Business and Technology and the lead trainer, soft skills um, session in the Azubi Africa program, which have trained over 1,000 students and young professionals in the business and digital skills um, program aimed at all Africans. He's also a senior software developer at Gednotize GmbH, specializing in UI UX design and a partner at Nasara Tech Limited. So today we're going to get into the conversation discussing something I, th- I think every developer, every tech enthusiast, and to a large extent, every worker should have in mind. We'll be discussing specifically soft skills for software developers. So Wendell, if you can hear me clearly, kindly get in. And let's do a flip of our everyday um, interview. I normally ask you questions what, um, on what the topic is. I want to share from experience where your soft skills has given you an upper hand in a technical role or application. Um, thank you, Lily. Thank you for the opportunity for having me. I know for a while now you've been trying to get me on the show. It's been it's been it's been a long while, you know. Yeah. And I'm glad I've been able to um, meet you and you know get to talk to you. Um. So soft skills, soft skills has been for me a major cornerstone in a lot of things professionally. I can share so many examples, starting from when I started working as a young professional. It, it really, really formed like a cornerstone for me in a lot of the progress I've made career-wise. And before I even share my experience, I just want to talk a little bit about soft skills. I know, I think in episode three of season one, you shared a little bit about uh, some skills, which was ticks, yeah. right? technical skills, interpersonal skills, conceptual skills, and then the strategic skills. I'm and happy you listened, really. I'm <laughs> excited to hear this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you can just describe soft skills as um, social skills. That's how you can also interpret them as personal traits that help you be more effective in your work. And soft skills are a lot, let me put it that way, but can be clustered in about four different groups that has to do with one, personal responsibility, two, your quality of work, your teamwork and communication, and then the fourth corner you could consider as knowing your business or the brand or industry in which you are and just to briefly talk about them you would find that a lot of times developers 
and individuals are working and all they do is oh i'm a technical person i only want to do technical topics mm. i just code yeah. i just write my code leave me alone That's let me true. be in my corner you sit behind your pc from morning to evening and you code but there's more to it growing professionally than just writing code mm. and it's not all about your technical skills and a lot of times you find young professionals, especially people who are new to the tech industry, what they want to know is the next best tech uh, programming language, the next best uh, framework to jump on. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you don't really have those skills, it feels like there's nothing you can do in industry. But it's not true. Uh, I think you yourself really are testament to the fact that you don't necessarily have to be a software developer mm-hmm. to do well in tech. That's true. But it's a combination of little, little things that make up who you are and how you grow in mm. the field. And zooming in on the part about um, personal responsibility, it comes to the uh, area of knowing how to plan your work, what expectations there are of you, understanding the scope of what work is given to you, and even being able to estimate how long it takes. A lot of the times you realize that people are asked, okay, you've been given this stack. When do you think we can deliver it? And the person is like, oh, today, today, I'll get it done for you. Immediately, a day passes by, the work is not coming. And then you find people then hiding. Mm. You send them a message, they don't mind you. Yeah. You WhatsApp them, they don't mind you. <laughs> Even forget emails because people like not to read emails. And this is a soft skill that people need to learn. How to estimate the amount of input that goes into work mm. and being able to be honest about it. Most people go into hiding, but if the best thing to go about such a thing is when work is given to you and you realize there's a delay, mm. what you have to do, if you realize that probably you have to do a meeting with the client or report to your boss or something, you let him know ahead. Mm. So if he has to reschedule the meeting, especially for clients, because a lot of the foreign clients or clients in general do not like to wait. Mm. You schedule a meeting and you come and there's nothing to show. I'd rather reschedule the meeting to a time when there's something tangible. But you have to make it known up front. Mm. So you communicate ahead of time by knowing how long the work you do will take. So if probably an hour to the meeting, I'd rather advise not to do it an hour though. Most of the time, do it a day or two at most or at least before that. So it's not like they've cleared their calendar already and it's like there's a no show. They have to cancel it. Mm. So... You make them aware, okay, ahead of time that, okay, I don't think I'll be able to get it done by this time, but this is what I've been able to achieve. So I think if you give me a day, I can get the work done to this point. It's better for a client than not knowing at all. Mm. And I've had this encounter several times. When I started off, I I would realize, okay, (laughs) I really wanted to impress, but then at the same time, (laughs) I knew how limiting I was Mm. or how limited I was with my skills. So... I'll be honest, I also started off going into hiding. Mm. And then over the years, I learned that, no, it makes a whole lot of difference for a client if you can let them know ahead of time so they can plan accordingly. Nobody will kill you for saying, hey, mm. I had to take extra time or one hour, but you have to be very conscious mm. and mindful of it. And looking at things around um, teamwork and communication, mm. like I said, you, you cannot overemphasize communication mm. and being able to communicate with uh, your team members. Mm. And this also borders on the scope of how effective you are as a team player. A lot of programmers, you may realize, like to be alone by themselves, like to do things by themselves. Mm. 
like even sometimes some people find it difficult doing pair programming and stuff with other people but whatever company you find yourself in even professionally no man is an island mm. that's the truth that's true and it, it borders on the fact that you don't necessarily have to change who you are if you're an introvert or an extrovert or somewhere in between but you need to understand that you have a team you are working with even if it's not your team you have clients you serve mm. and these people depend on you mm. so can they count on you when it really matters mm. right and it also borders on how you speak to them how you motivate them actually how they also motivate you all of these things are soft skills and you really really need to understand that they count a lot in the kind of output you give if you are demotivated by your colleague or something that's bothering you you realize that automatically it affects your output mm. even if it's a, an issue from home and you come to work and it's always in your mind you, you already have reduced your work input by a certain amount of effort because mm. your processing power is towards that thing that is disturbing you mm. and these are all things that we need to learn how to how do i say deal with and also understand how to work with in a team okay and aside communication understanding how your systems in the company work mm. okay and also the brand in which you are in and that's the third point most people just work and <laughs> unfortunately sometimes locally people have this mindset i mean the workplace it's not for my father mm. i'll just get up close five o'clock i'm gone but uh, you realize that for a lot of young companies or startups growing up it's the business thrives or tend to grow with a lot of people doing extra hours, a lot of people giving more than 100% a lot of the time to ensure that the business grows, especially when you are in the beginning stages of your business. And it's not just enough to say, hey, I'm a developer, I can program this language, that's all. I just get paid at the end of the month. Everyone, whenever you are in a company, you are automatically a brand ambassador for the company. So how you represent yourself and show yourself and put yourself out there it makes a whole lot of difference. Thank you, Wendell. I want you to hold on to the conversation here and we'll continue in the next episode. Thanks to you, our listener, for listening to today's episode. In the spirit of community and finding answers together, I'll catch you on the next episode of Pointers in 10. Remember to share, subscribe, and leave us a review at anchor.fm forward slash pointers hyphen in hyphen 10. The same is linked in our show notes above.